I just told Stephanie something funny. I am Stephanie Hansen. We are here at Kowalski's Market in Eden Prairie. We are a live show, which is very clear to everybody. Yes, we are live because we just burst out laughing when we opened the mic. Yeah, it's not a big uh, We have some folks that have come today to listen to the broadcast. Thank you. Woo-hoo! So Kowalski's Eden Prairie, I was walking around uh, looking at... Uh, the Betty and Earl's biscuits and all the local purveyors that Kowalski carries. And I just, I get happy at the grocery store. Well, it's my I'm, happy place. I'm going to shout out something that's not local, which is sort of sacrilege for us. But in our sight line, there is Duke's mayonnaise oh, no. on the shelf. And that's an awesome product. Yes, it is. And not everybody carries Duke's no. mayonnaise. In fact, but Kowalski's I, does. I know. I have not been able to find it in other grocery stores near me. So this is like, do I drive to Eden Prairie for Duke's mayonnaise? Yeah. Maybe. It's right by Fox. I know. It's also, um, don't you use that in your potato salad? I use it in everything if I have it. It is the mayonnaise you use if you have it. That's Eat it cake. with a spoon? No, no, not that. <laughs> okay, so we are here. We're going to be doing a cookbook signing of the True North Cabin cookbook after the show. But I'm just happy to be here with Stephanie because we weren't on last week. Nope, we were on. We had uh, Allie and Harmony on, and we've been at the fair is your uh, digestive system and all your probiotics, Have you are you recovered? Um, I am as recovered as I'm, I guess I'm going to get at this age. <laughs> but um, I it do. It does get harder. It does get harder. It just does. It's just your body reacts differently to um, a mass quantity of high-intensity calories, if you will. I, I don't know. know if calories can be high-intensity, but they sure feel like it. The state fair calories yeah. can. My goodness. But it, it was, you know, I think it was a good fun. It was fun and it was a good time and um i you know so it was good i I was happy for it i thought it was you know the times i was out there was pretty great so good overall fair i think everybody huge attendance like everyone has said um happy to move into labor day happy to move into fall official happy to move into apple orchards and Oktoberfest. we just said that we were both making chili this weekend (laughs) which is so funny i'm like i'm making chili should you go yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, I brought you things. Okay. Are we Let's start off with things, because at least you won't make me eat them. No, I'm not making you eat weird things. But, okay, so I made you some things from the garden. So lemon thyme salt. Oh, great. So it's just lemon thyme yeah. that I crushed up in some salt. That's great. How and long will that keep, do you think? Forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. Um, I made you That's some... how scientific we are here, yeah, folks. Yeah, exactly. I made you some chow chow. <laughs> botulism. You don't get botulism from salt. You get it from the can things and my theory is is when you open it if it doesn't smell good don't eat it i this is true so except for sauerkraut which kind of doesn't smell good anyway but it's good okay chow chow what is chow chow for the masses chow chow is a southern relish but it's made with green tomatoes and i still have a box that is as large as this table of green tomatoes it is green tomatoes it is peppers it's a little sweet, a little... I made mine spicier because yeah. I don't love sweet so much. Right, right. So you put it on hot dog, sausage, or they eat it a lot in the South on beans. Hmm. So that's that. Okay. And then this is kind of... A, it, the jar looks ranky because it had like a label on it from something else, but it is canned and it is preserved. That is green tomato chutney. Oh. And it's fantastic. And I've never made chutney before. But it is peppers, it is green tomatoes, it's curry, it's ginger, and I cooked it forever, and then I ate it with rice. And oh, it yeah? Was amazing. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Well done you. <laughs> your canning and your so much your so DIY. I've, I've got um, tendonitis in my hand. Really? And it's just like on fire. It was like 56 quarts of things, and I still have so much left to do, and I might just... 
I'm taking the rest of my herbs that are, that are still flourishing. I have so much sage. I have so much lemon thyme. Yum. I have so much. Um, I have what else? Oh, I just have. Uh, what was the other one I have? Well, I have some of that crazy uh, the oregano. Yes, I have two of those. But I'm thinking I'm going to do compound butters instead of salts. So oh yeah, I'm going to make uh, rosemary butter. I'm going to make. Um, I think I'm going to make sage butter and just freeze it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll last forever. I yeah. still am using butter from a year ago. Oh, I still have ramp butter that I have from, oh, yeah. that I just pulled out of the freezer. I'm like, ramp. oh my God, I found ramp butter. Ramp butter. I know. What a gift though to find ramp butter in the fall. I know. Well, but you're not really up for the flavor of it. That's what I have found. I am. I'm going to give it a, okay, well then I'll give it away yeah. to you because I literally was like, meh, okay. Yum. Ramp yeah. butter. Actually, I have a, a whole thing of it set aside for Kelly. So I'm going to give it to her. Do you first. make green, um, do you make fried green tomatoes? I, I used to, but I haven't in a long time. I know. I like them, and I and I find that you, when you order them out, they're almost always disappointing. Yeah. So it's sort of like if you can figure out a recipe to make them for yourself, that's a pretty great deal. All I mean, right. I and I like I like the attempt, but it's also like frying things right now. It's actually easier because the windows are open more for me. Like I'm not. I don't have the AC on, so the windows are open because my house will smell like fry oil. I know. And you can apparently air fry them, and I have the air fryer in the garage, as you know. Um, because huh. I don't have room for it in my kitchen and I don't like it. You know, I did get an air fryer this summer. <gasps> I didn't even I know, know this. If we How did we not it? talk about it? Because I was gone. you were gone <laughs> the whole summer. I think I talked you know. with Jake about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I talked with Polly about it because I think, um, yeah. Why did you get one? Did someone give it to you? No, because I got Costco membership again. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was sitting there. And then my toaster has been on the fritz. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll just get an air fryer and we'll see how that yeah. goes. And how do you feel? I'm still, Jake has loved it. All summer he would bring home things and then pop them in the air it's fryer. It's great for reheating Crisp them things. up and make like, you know, magic happen. Yep. And then we did chicken. We did uh, fish. We tried to do like little fillet, like tilapia, you know, crisp uh, tilapia fingers, if you will. Yep. And those worked. Okay. They were good. Um, it does get hot and smelly. Like that's the I whole know. thing is like, it's in my garage. you know, when you do the instant pot and you're like, oh, there's, it's awesome. Cause there is no, like you're fine, but this is different and it doesn't toast as much as I would like it to, but maybe it just might be the one that I got. I got like the huge one because also Jake wants to do like pizzas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the entire pizza or roast there. a turkey. Well, I like, didn't get a turkey size one. You could no. do like a half a turkey breast. It's crazy. What but you this do one is good pot. because it flips up. So it doesn't take up counter space. Oh. So like it's lays flat when you want to use it and then you flip it up. Nice. I know. I think it's a ninja maybe. Yeah. I, I have the Cuisinart yeah. one that our friend Jen gave me and I, I do use it sometimes. I like to do it maybe for some chicken wings. We're kind of getting into chicken wing season. Yeah. Um, we're getting into chili season. I'm going to try a new chili recipe that's with green tomatoes because I have to use them somehow. And I'm going to put pumpkin in mine. Oh, you always do that and it's good. I never do that. I Don't never you always have do never, pumpkin, no. cinnamon? No, I do cinnamon, but I've never... And you've never, done cocoa? Well, I do, yeah, like cocoa and cinnamon and like coffee. Like, but those are just little like herb sprinklings. This is putting pumpkin. This is a serious like, like addition. chunks no, or I think pureed? I, like a little puree with the tomatoes. I love it. Yeah, we're going to try it. I we'll can't see. wait to see how that works out for you. I know. I was talking to Meyer last night and she's like, you should put pumpkin in your chili. She puts it in the bolo that we do. Okay. And that's a whole nother thing. Sun and it Sunday is... Sunday bolo season is... TikTok, almost here, guys. It, I think what the pumpkin does is it gives it like a thickener. Yeah. Kind she, of. Definitely. And definitely not the pumpkin pie filling. Let's remember. Oh, and this I almost bought that by no, accident. Straight pumpkin puree. And in fact, I did last uh, last fall... 
because I had a couple of the stuffed pumpkins and then I pureed, you know, because they're roasted by the end. And yep. then I had pumpkin, actually, the pieces of pumpkin left and I pureed them and I had them in my fridge for a while. And I don't know why I didn't think to put them in. I did make pumpkin pancakes with those. Those were delicious. Speaking of pumpkin, I'm working on a pumpkin cold brew pumpkin spice at home situation for the TV show on Monday. Oh. And I had to buy pumpkin. Yeah. And I was like almost bought the pumpkin spice one, which well, is that, never that one you would you could have for. Maybe, but it's better to spice it yourself. Yeah. Like you don't want to buy someone else's already pre made determined spice for you. Well, but it's the classic Libby's probably, which is like the classic formation. It was. So I mean, I would give that one a go if you wanted to, but you still want to add what you want to add. That's true. And if you're wondering, because we talked about this a long time ago, but if you, a lot of people like they're going to roast their own pumpkins, they're going to make their own pie. We have made the determination that there's no difference between Libby's pumpkin filling and roasting your own pumpkins. Well, it's just an exercise in futility. I Save your time, your okay, calories, we, your Thanksgiving. You're prep. speaking for me with the we here because we did it. But I'm just saying that I don't necessarily think that, like, for all things, that not roasting your pumpkin is... Uh, not all things, but how about pumpkin pie? Yeah, I'm not making pumpkin pie ever. <laughs> I'm just I'm just buying people's pumpkin pie. Okay. So there's that. But, like, for pumpkin cookies and pumpkin... Like, actually, here's the, the difference. Because I don't always want puree. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm giving the caveat to. Because sometimes you put pumpkin like roasted pumpkin into like a, a squash pasta i'm sorry i'm laughing so hard you poked me in my arm while you were talking to me and i was like because i have like such my whole arm is sore from all the canning oh god <laughs> so i couldn't even focus on what you were saying because i was like oh over here oh my god okay. i know it is a sad state of affairs all right we're gonna take a quick break we are <laughs> and when we come back we have a great show we're gonna talk to uh the Kowalski's produce people. We're yeah, gonna get some we're gonna good... talk about Minnesota grown. Yeah, we've got some Oktoberfest stuff for you coming up today. We've got um, what else are we talking about today? We are gonna be talking about plant-based initiatives, some things that are happening new that are in the schools. Okay, and then we're also gonna do some restaurant new stuff. Yes, because there's a up. lot of new stuff. We gotta catch up. You're listening to the Weekly Dish presented by our friends at Hornitos and Knob Creek, and we are live at Kowalski's in In Prairie. Make sure you come out and visit us. We've got a few little snacks for you, and we're having a great time at Kowalski's. It is the Weekly Dish. It is a Saturday morning, and we are live at Kowalski's Market in Eden Prairie, the hometown market. And we are here with Max Mattis. Yes. Lots of folks out here to see us today. Um, Max is the Kowalski's produce director. And when you walk into Kowalski's, the very first thing you see is just all of the beautiful produce and tons of it Minnesota grown. Talk a little bit about how the produce section has changed, because you've been here over 20 years. Yep. and. Like, we never had bagged salad before, and now, like, so much of the produce section is refrigerated produce and things to make your produce shine. Mm -hmm. um, talk, talk a little bit about how produce has changed over the years. Yeah, I mean, uh, it definitely has evolved um, in a lot of ways. I mean, convenience is a huge driving factor in the produce department from, to your point, bagged salads. It used to just be a really kind of basic category. We'd get, like, chopped romaine, you know, chopped iceberg, and that was generally the extent of the category, and it's grown to... I mean, the chopped kits are like the driving thing in the yes. entire category. And then, you know, you swing over behind our left, that convenience section of the fresh cuts, fresh cut vegetables, fresh cut fruit. I mean, those are huge driving forces huge. in the department. Consumers just, they love the convenience. They love to be able to get what they need. And those sections are great for us. I mean, we do a lot of, you know, we take some of the work out of it for the customer. So Well, and that's exactly how we get 
healthier food into people's faces yeah. is by making it easier for them and taking yep. like making taking one step away the yep. chopping and yeah the, yep. and remember in the day when you used to buy salad dressing and you had to go and you still have a, a salad dressing aisle but but there's there and they're in the refrigerated section yeah. because they're fresher and yep. they are oh, yeah. less yeah. preservatives yep uh salad girl is a friend of the show and she's over there and you also said i was looking at your house dressings you guys yeah. are making now tons of things with minimum Minnesota made products. Tell me about your salad dressing line. Well, our salad dressing line, they're all recipes um, written by our culinary director, Rachel Perrin. Um, they're great. all she clean is. ingredients. There's no added preservatives, no stabilizers. They're all a fresh dressing with fresh herbs that are made every single week for every one of our stores. Proprietary recipes to us, and our steakhouse blue is the best selling dressing in the country. I love that yeah. blue. Yeah. That yeah. is literally is the so blue good. cheese dressing that I buy yep. if I'm going to buy a dressing. Yeah, yeah, I've never bought it, and Kurt's oh. a blue cheese fan, so I can't wait Today's to try the it. Day. Yeah. yeah, it yep. sure is. Yep. And then herbs, too, and mushrooms mm -hmm. have like a whole new renaissance that's happened. Yep. And that's one of the great things in produce, and there's a lot of you know, really smart uh, people coming into the space, growing things indoors in a much more sustainable and efficient way, using less resources, producing a phenomenal product and two of our more newer partners. One is Urban Greens. Mm -hmm. They're two guys, Andrew and Joel. They started in Columbia Heights. They both were mechanical engineers, and then they gave that field up to try to grow herbs. Yeah. Now, Why not? Right? Yeah. Why not? It seems like a natural transition yeah, sure. between the Mechanical two, right? engineer, herb grower. Right. Why not? Um, so they 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 started in one of our stores about three years ago, and then over the last three years they've grown to every one of our locations across all of the all of our stores. So, and then we just brought on R and R mushrooms. So. I love those guys. Yeah. That and that whole industry of the mushroom growing and cultivation is so important and so moving. Like that's a look at the future of food. Absolutely. And that's I love that you gave them. I think there's some makers and producers in the Twin Cities who could use some, you know, grocery store love, and you guys yeah. have embraced them, and I yeah. just think that that's so important. Yep, and Marianne and Chris, you know, they it's really important them for it to be easy for those small local producers to be able to get to our stores. So a lot of retailers, they might require you to have enough product to get to every one of our stores before we can bring you in. We're happy to start at one and grow with you to the point where that producer can be at every one of our stores, and it doesn't have to be a... You got to be in all of our stores or you can't be in our stores. So Right. I think the salad girl story speaks to that because yeah. she was at the farmer's market, I think it was 12 years ago, 13 years ago, and she came to Marianne. She had her dressings and she was like, well, we'd like to carry you, but they right. need to be packaged this way and here's what they should look like and really helped her create a brand so yeah. that she could bring those farmer's market dressings into a grocery space. I love this story too. A friend of ours is mostly made and she had like this very craft packaging for this product that is mostly made lasagnas enchiladas gumbos that you just finished off with the meat product and she was like okay so we went from to the freezer section and I looked at the packaging and I realized it was all wrong you couldn't see the what the food looked like you looked through the window and it looked kind of brown so she's had to revamp her packaging and that all comes from feedback from you guys as the managers of the stores yep it's all a partnership with us it's it's we're here to grow together like i said before and you know we obviously have a lot of insights that that smaller individual producer that might just be coming to market might not have obviously we have a lot of incredibly talented people working for us and it's a back and forth growth perspective with both of us whether it's us investing in equipment for them to be able to grow to you know move on and create better packaging so it's definitely a big back and forth partnership and it's not just a we just want your product and we just want it to sell i mean that's right. a, a short-sighted way to look at it
What's your favorite Minnesota-grown product in the stores right now? Uh, right now, it's really easy for me. They're right behind us. It's these black <laughs> diamond watermelons. Um, I've got four kids, and not only A, is it my own personal favorite, but they are the best watermelons you will ever eat. Um, they, uh, the first one I bought this year was 32 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And why and, do you love them so much? How are they different than other watermelons? Um, well, they're different from a seed variety, but the sugars in this melon is just out of control. They are just incredibly sweet, super juicy, and you just you simply can't beat them. And, yeah. I, and I love that you like you pedigree them with the farm, you know, with you yep. Untites, who is yep. such a great producer yeah. and an undersung producer farmer. I think you know who really obviously they sell in their own spaces. But you're not, it's not a competitive thing where you're like, well, you can't sell at your shop. You have to only sell here. I really love that support as well. Yeah. He's been one of our most important uh, partners, particularly when it comes to Minnesota Grown. He provides us with stuff from habanero peppers all the way through to Honeycrisp apples. Yeah. Um, and they're so close. They're an incredible family. And we're, we're blessed to be able to sell their products on our shore. And they grow all the state fair corn. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, the thing about them is that they're sustainable. You know what I mean? They're very, very, you know conscious of how they grow things yep. and they're not you know organic certified or anything but like i don't think we we don't talk about that enough that it's just like the the practices that they're doing is really really respectful of the land and it not necessarily is. super conventional right. so it's yep. kind of cool and that's jerry it's it's never just about i need this crop to grow on x date it's about what's the soil going to be yes. like next year what am i going to be growing here um how can we reuse the land and keep the soil health better than it was today so it's yeah. a it's a long-term um, game for the farm because it's better for the earth, it's right. better for the farm, it's better for the consumer, they use less resources, so they definitely have the right perspective, which is one of the reasons why we're so happy to be partnered with them. And we're pretty, you know, we're in Minnesota, so water isn't something that we're thinking about as much, but if you look at these California farmers and the people that are growing strawberries and some of those products, they are not going to have the water resources. We mm -hmm. have to be more mindful about how we farm. Yep, and you know, Revel Greens is a great thing there. Yeah, they use ninety ninety two percent less water than you would if you were to grow those lettuces in a conventional way. Yep, and it's a thirty x uh, land usage against the methods in which they grow. So you got one acre indoors the way they grow it. You need thirty acres outside to be able to grow. Max, the same you are so right. Thank you for being with us. It's Kowalski's Produce Director. We're live out at Kowalski's and in Prairie. We'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are live at Kowalski's in Eden Prairie. If you want to come on down, come on down. We got some caramel rolls. We got some cinnamon buns we actions. We got coffee. We got coffee. Cookbooks. We got cookbooks. Produce. We got Duke's Mayo. <laughs> we could just run down the entire contents of the store for you. I am literally going to shop when I leave. I have got to get some garbage bags. And I'm like, can we do more live spots in grocery stores where I need to pick up stuff? I thought about that. Yeah. I have to get some cold brew because yeah. I'm working on a recipe. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we were saying earlier that we were very excited because it's technically, literally, officially fall. And I think today is like, the weather report for today is yay. It's chilly. Like the windows can be open. It's we not are like real hot. Minnesota people because I, I didn't even care that it was raining because the gardens no. are so dry. I know, I know. It was kind of like you know. I mean, I don't know. It just felt like really. It felt like a good transition if we can just get out. It felt like the summer was so hot. That I didn't do anything. The like, last I didn't couple do, have been real hot. It didn't even like hot I, and dry. Yeah. So anyway, we're hoping that the climate settles down <laughs> just a little just a little bit but meanwhile because this is september it makes total sense that it would be oktoberfest yeah which is one of those things that everyone kind of gets confused on because it just happens so fast 
All of a sudden, we're in the middle of Oktoberfest season, and it's only September. But that's the tradition, truly in Munich. You know, the whole wedding of the kings, you know, of the of the royalty. And it was a huge party that lasted many days. It started in September. It's supposed to end in October. But so we like to do this all September long because it's kind of like the beginning of spooky season also as well. And that, you know, it's like... For, I don't know, for Christmas, we end up like having two months for Christmas. It always seems like we have November and December for Christmas. It's, we get, we, Which Stephanie, is a okay, for me, as yeah, you know. we cannot talk. We have to give the feast its due. Right. We have to give each holiday its due. But, you know, the fall holidays and Oktoberfest is super fun because. There's well, food, there's drinking, there's, no, there's like, later hosen. There's no, like, one day for it either. Like, that's what's great. So it's it's kicking off, actually, this weekend. There's a number of them happening uh, today. And, and uh, the one that I think that is a really fun one you want to go check out is the uh, St. Paul Oktoberfest at the Germanic American Institute. And that one, if you guys have not been there, that is such a great, cool house. Right on space. Summit Avenue. Yes. And it's kind of undersung. I feel like they had the opera this summer. Like you could go and do wine, like and have wine and a picnic. And then there would be these Germanic opera singers, like the Brunhildas with the horns and braids. And I was like, this is just so weirdly like normal yeah. for us. <laughs> I was very here for it. Um, anyway, this year they're importing uh, the same. The Germanic Institute is importing uh, Paul Anner directly from Munich, so they have authentic German Munich beer. Um, they've also got some locals. They've got some Udapils, which is great. Um, they're going to do some Gerhard bratwurst, potato pancakes, pretzels, all sorts of stuff. Yum. Um, and that's happening today from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So okay. it's all day. I feel like it is going to be a little bit. I think we are going to get sun later today. So it should be like a nice, cool, great day for that. Um, another one I just wanted to shout out that is happening today is um, there's see like there's the German Oktoberfest, I right. feel like. And then there are people who are just like claiming any sort of a party as on Oktoberfest. Sure. But if it means more like meat and pretzels. <laughs> we're here for it. If we're, you bring your sausage, we're in. We're in. So Broken Clock Brewing is doing today uh, from noon to 8.30 p.m. They are doing an Oktoberfest. They're calling it Clocktoberfest, which is super cute. Where is Bro- Broken Clock Brewing? So they are in the Northeast. And um, I want to say that they are off California Street in Northeast. Okay, Do you know so, what I mean? They're kind of like in that artsy area. Yeah, yeah. over by where kind of Art of World is. Yep. And yeah, okay. Yep, they've got uh, they've got live music. They've got Sweet Lou's Meats and Northeast Pretzels. They've got live bands. Um, they're doing live tattooing from Nakoma's tattoo. If you feel like you need to go get a little Oktoberfest. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you can pick your tattoo. I'm sure they're not going to tell you which one you have to do. Um, but also today uh, we have... Um, uh, we, well, there's two more. There's Oktoberfest at 612 Brew, yep. which is in Northeast. And they've got lots of live bands and Oktoberfest beers on tap. Uh, later, Hosen are encouraged. Um, and then Dual Citizen, which is near the radio station. You know, we've kind of popped in there a couple times. Yep. They're from 12 to 11 p.m. today. They're doing Blacktoberfest. And that's just a lot of, like, you know, uh, local and national artists. And, you know, they've got that's mostly a music fest is what I'm saying. Um, But I did want to shout out that next weekend, like if you're thinking about like, which one should I go to? The one at Udapils is next weekend. And that one is like meat raffles, pretzel eating contest, stein holding contest. Fun. Right by our house. I know. You're like totally within. Yeah, I can walk. Walking distance. So they've got the polka aerobics. If you feel (laughs) like you need to both 
Get your polka on and maybe trim it down a little bit. And do aerobics in your unitard like Jane Fonda. And then you have to like leg lift at it? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's funny. I would do that. I would do that. Because then I would I would then reward myself immediately after with like a massive stein of beer and pretzel. So like polka aerobics and then all the carbs. That would be great. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that's kind of the big one. That's kind of a fun one to have. Um a little bit more um of a traditional one. At Waldman Brewery, if you oh, guys have been there, you love brewery. this one. Yeah, St. Paul, so cute. right near the High Bridge, you guys, they are specifically really intentional about doing really great German beers. <clears throat> they are doing live music. They have a great little beer garden. They're going to have fresh pretzels, outdoor grilling, all the beers. Um, they have the Krampus is always there. Do you guys know about the Krampus? Does everybody know about the Krampus? Well, I don't think everybody does, but I do. They're terrifying. <laughs> they're these weird... Little trolls. No, they're giant. They're giant <laughs> Christmas they're monsters <laughs> that come out. And then I don't know why Wildman Brewing is like Krampus headquarters. It's they're okay. there at every festival. Like they were there for St. Patrick's Day at Wildman Brewing. I'm like, not yet. <laughs> Go away. That's funny. They're, if you want to terrify your That's children. That's one of the oldest buildings in St. Paul. Yes. So I think so partly good. it's haunted. Yeah. And thus the Krampus comes out I too. I guess so, yeah. And that's happening. They're starting October or September 23rd. Also, the Gosthof in Northeast is also back to do it. Um, they're doing it um, They're doing it at Fulton Brewery. The Gosthof and Fulton Brewery are doing it together. Um, there's the Black Forest Inn. You know, they've got something planned September 23rd, kind of later in the month. Oh, let's talk about them just for a second. Yeah. Let's make sure we visit them because they are just such great people. A heritage German restaurant. Listen, they have the best schnitzel. They have the best spetzel. They've they got do. sausage. They are, you know what? They do the best, uh, like, long event day. They've had David Hasselhoff yes. night, you know? And they've had the worst of the worst, you know? They have all sorts of really fun sauerkraut eating contests and things they do these and they like they will tap the keg at the beginning and then it's like it goes and if until you're gonna do oktoberfest like maybe immerse yourself a little bit in the heritage and the food by checking out yeah. black forest first yeah well the, i mean they're doing theirs they're starting there's october or september 23rd and it runs through october 2nd Love so it. like you've got plenty of time and then the big one of course we talked well there's two big ones that we should talk about one is uh the twin cities oktoberfest or no, I'm sorry, New Alms and Shells, right? Oh, that's so a good one, So if you're going to go down to New Alms, and that's at the end of the month. I mean, that's like October 7th and 8th and the 14th and 15th. But, you know, nobody does it like Shells. Let's be very clear. Like a one-day party that is insane. The Oompa is real. People dress up. It's super fun. Yes. It's but a great afternoon. The biggest one in the Midwest, and I like to think it's the biggest one in the country, if you're willing to take a little bit of a drive, is in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Do you guys remember that? You, uh-uh. Did you go? You have later hosen? I feel like you might. Um, there is the biggest one is like it's the longest running Oktoberfest celebration in the Midwest. It's worth the trip. It's it it's basically it has its own festival grounds. Like they're not just putting it on at a brewery or at a you know, like at a state fair site. They have Oktoberfest grounds and it's three days of eating, dancing, and drinking. So I just feel like this is a time to go get a hotel room. I love it. In, in La Crosse, There's good hotels in La Crosse, too. Well, and it's beautiful down there. I yep. mean, like, it's just... Right on it's the river. The driftless, and it's like, you know, God, it's just... And the colors will be fabulous by then. There's a Cajun restaurant down there, by Bayou Billy's or something like that yeah. that's really good it's so good a three-day pass is 20 bucks oh that's good and then i mean you still have to pay for your beer <laughs> consumption let's be very clear about that but the pretzels there that's to me is like a- worth the drive <laughs> worth right. a night out 
Uh, is there bread that's worth a drive? Yes. You, uh, something's happening with you and your pretzel life. Is it because you didn't get your state fair pretzels? Cause I think it is. I think you've talked about pretzels I now think. three weeks in a row. Well, I mean, I am talking like specifically, like this whole segment is really for me aimed at where yes, the, where but the pretzels. I feel like you're missing your pretzel for life. sure. I for sure miss the pretzel house, and I almost scolded them on the last day at the fair, but I didn't. <laughs> I almost said, "Listen, you guys, there used to be I would wait in a line that was like." 15 deep that stretched into the road and there has never been a line at your pretzel house since you've decided to just do pretzel dogs maybe they'll figure I'm, that out for next year i hope they i don't know we'll see anyway so that's what we got going on for Oktoberfest, and there's a lot of other ones and of course the other thing that happens you know i just want to shout out um that of course it's like wine stomp weekend at sovereign estate which mm-hmm. is out in waconia not too far from here um and that it's apple orchard season i mean my god the apple orchards are just ready and they they had a little bit of a delay but i kind of feel like it served them better to kind of hold back and just start their big parties now sweetland orchard our friend gretchen she's got over like what 200 different varieties of apples oh, she's just like the nerd of apples she which really is, great. is. But Minnetonka Orchards, which is also out here this way, kind of um, has done, you know, they have new owners and they have, they, last year was their first season, you know, trying to figure some stuff out and they've really stepped it up. I did a little sneak peek and um, I kind of got driven around on the cart Oh, and it was really fun. They have, um, you know, they have an admission fee and you, but this year they're doing season pass. If you think you're going to go out with your kids a bunch of times, because I'll tell you, you can just let the kids run wild there and there's like corn bins to play in and you know fun the hay rides for free and all sorts of stuff so in a weird way it might be fun to get a little season pass and do it but this the big part for them is that the, the adults there they have a beer and and they're doing wine and hard cider garden oh i like it so like you can like hang out like the they used to have a grill sort of uh you know kiosk little shed on the in the bottom like of the hill they've put the grill stuff up on top with a couple new food uh places and then they've turned that lower one into just the beer garden i like the it. hard cider garden but they're making their own hard ciders they're making their own wine so kind it of is it, are you getting excited about apples um i'm i'm just starting to yeah, yeah me too i'm starting yeah. to think about the apple dumplings oh my god i can't wait so Sorry. it'll be good apple cider all right we're gonna take a quick break mm. and we're gonna come back you guys we do have the ask stephanie portion of the show yeah. we'll see if we can get you guys to call in 651-641-1071 our producer lexi is back at home base mm-hmm. and she'll take any calls 651-641-1071 and maybe we'll have some live questions out yeah. here too otherwise we've got more with the weekly dish live from kowalski's and in prairie we'll be back Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. <laughs> We're just always having conversations here as we roll always. into our thing. We are live in Eden Prairie at Kowalski's, and we have a great audience in front of us hanging out. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Uh, we have some snacks. We have coffee. We've got all the good stuff. We have we, grocery shopping abilities post-show. We do. I was saying that the grocery store is my happy place. Did, when you were little, did you go to the grocery store with your mom? Oh, yeah. No, we had a whole thing. In fact, we used to go, um, you know, we used to go and like make a whole trip of it. Yeah, it was like a big day and you had to be good because there were four of us. Okay, not And if you weren't good, you didn't get to go the next time. No, yeah. So, yeah, we were. Oh, really? We didn't have that. (laughs) Yes. If we weren't good, we couldn't come the next time. Really? And we had to bring help my mom bring the groceries in. Like when we got home, we couldn't just run to our rooms with our stuff. We had to like all carry oh, in the groceries. No, I have the, my family would tell you the very different story of, and especially of me bringing, you know, the whole pack of kids. Everyone had an assignment. You get there and you'd be like, okay, you're on, you know, you have to go find the blue cheese dressing. And it was like, they cut, they'd run and they'd go get it and they'd bring it back. And they'd be, I'm like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> they go <laughs> and they come back and they do that because you got to keep them busy. 
And so that's smart so stuff. You I put had to work. I had the minion, the force. But then the funny thing is, we come home and I have all the things in the bags, right? And I and so we always put them on the floor. And then the whole thing is, no one is allowed to put them away <laughs> because. They put them in the wrong places. Okay. <laughs> and so I, that's like the dishwasher and the groceries, where they go, that's all mine. Just, I love it. Just, it's all mine. I love it. We are at the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, 651-641-1071. A little note, Lexi, our producer, is back at the studio. And Lexi, if you have someone, you can let us know or just put it on the grid, whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, someone is here and asked about, we were talking a little bit about Minnesota apples. There are so many great Minnesota apples. And we were talking about how sad the red delicious <laughs> apples look in comparison to all the beautiful, the sweet tango and yeah. all the beautiful produce that we have out here. Do you, when you're going to make like a pie or a crisp, do you have a special apple? Someone wanted to know what apples they like to cook with. Well, I mean, I'm sort of an, I'm a Harrelson girl. Oh. Like, I'm just a Harrelson girl full stop like that's the apple I want to eat that's the and it's tart and so you know I don't like overly sweet and it's got a nice firm texture so like for me that or like a Cortland is going to be something that I kind of I like better I Harrison's are kind of my thing yeah. I think I'm going to try that because I always use uh Granny Smith the green ones for making pie yeah just because I I like the way that they are again tart but if a Harrelson's tart that would be good yeah. too yeah I'm definitely a little bit more of um yeah I, I would rather have something sort of you know kind of like chewy you know yeah. what i mean like i Yum. want it to be like really like present absolutely i, I don't i i'm just i have not had a big granny smith like you know t i mean like i don't really have a lot of experience doing granny smith i only use it for pie really? i don't even That's know it. why i do i think my grandma told me or someone told me there's some That's really the interesting apples down by the way you guys if you go to keepsake uh Cinery, oh. which is a down in dundas minnesota this is definitely a weekend like let's talk like when we're talking about orchards and maybe next weekend we'll do a segment about you know fun orchards to go yes, to but but keepsake is a cidery you know that does has been growing these very very cool cider apples because you remember there's like there's a difference for hard cider apples versus you know just apples but they have this amazing orchard that ha they've been cultivating some english varieties and it's very cool because they you can do like an orchard tour and um and uh, we can do a thing where it's like you can learn about what, you know, which apples are good and not good for that. They sell those at, um, they have a lot of those at Certix. I think they have them at the Kowalski stores too. But um, really unique ciders would yes. be the way I would describe them. Oh, I them. love them. They're so, they're natural. They're natural yeasted ciders. That's great. We have a question. I think we have, is Mary on the line, Lexi? Yep, Mary's on the line. All right, Mary. Patch her through. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. It's the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. What can we a answer for you today? Hi. I was listening earlier, and you had mentioned what to do with some rosemary. I have a ton of rosemary, and I'm interested in how to make the compound butter, and then if I'm going to make it now, how would I keep it in stored if I'm going to sure. you know, use it for Christmas gifts? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's, okay, it's, I'm going to hang up. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, okay. Mary. Thanks, Mary. Um, yeah, no, it's seriously is so easy. It's really just like you soften your butter a little bit and then you because you want to mash it around. You chop your herb up, whatever that is. You know, it can be rosemary. You can mix your herbs. You can do rosemary and lemon thyme. You can do whatever you want. And then you just basically you mix it into the butter and you just sort of so that it's all soft. And then what I think you do the two. There's two ways to do this. One, you just put it in a jar. You just mash it into a jar and like smooth off the top, seal it. You can freeze it that way or you can roll it with some plastic uh, 
uh, just some plastic saran wrap type stuff, and you roll it into a log, and then you freeze it, and then it becomes those little like like a log, and then you can cut it into coins, or mm-hmm. you can freeze it just like that. I roll it in parchment paper, yeah, because I feel like it's easier to get a good shape on the log, and then I twist the ends, yeah, and then I just freeze it in a Ziploc bag, yeah. Um, but if you're gonna make it for a gift. gift. I would use the like pint mason jars and I would use the ones the that are small. short and squat yeah. versus tall. Because you have to be able to get a knife in there because you're going to want to use that butter like that. Yeah. And, and I would use the best butter you possibly can. Like, like get the good butter, like the Rochdale Farms, the Amish. That's I've used that stuff and that's great. Okay. I would probably use the Land Lakes unsalted butter just because I'm a little cheaper. And I think it's still good butter, yeah. and then you could do more, because each of those little half pints is probably, what, like a stick and a half, maybe? I don't Just know. looking at it. Yeah. Um, I get a little, if I'm making lots of gifts, I do everything a you little do, bit to excess. I was going to say. This so is, I'd be like, oh okay. my gosh, it's $52 worth of butter. So let's put it this way. If you're going to go a few, and you want really high quality, use that good butter. If yes. you're going to go more, you got to spread the love a little wider. Yes. Land O'Lakes is just as great. So oh, okay. All right, Brian, are you on the line? Brian, we have a question about the Booyah Festival. Hello. Hey, Brian, Hi, Brian. how are you? Good. Good to see you at the fair. Good to see you, too, at the fair. What's going on? Another thing that's coming up, I learned on another radio station, the October 1st, the Booyah Championship in South St. Paul. Oh, my oh goodness. Oh, boy. Is it being held at Mancini's? Or is it, I wonder where it's being held. We'll have to look that up. Have you gone to Booyah before, Brian? No. Oh. What, what exactly is it? What is Booyah? That's a whole segment. I think we've done one before. <laughs> but Booyah is basically, we like to think of it as like a community soup. It's yeah. a giant cauldron yep. of soup. And it, there's a lot of different recipes that kind of get handed Chicken, down through generations. pork, sausage, all of the meats. All the good things. Lots of vegetables. Together. Sometimes tomatoes, sometimes not. Beans. But then the whole thing is it's served and it, it's cooked in a giant kettle and then you can buy usually quarts of it. You can like roll up and buy a bowl to eat and then you can buy quarts to take home, well, which Saint, is nice. The South St. Paul mayor was talking about 1,000 gallons on October 1st. So. Oh, yeah. That's it. There's also the Edgecombe Recreation Center in St. Paul has like a whole community kitchen there and it's booyah after booyah after booyah. So yeah. if you uh, are interested, follow St. Paul because they do, that's the, like the home kind of, of the booyah. Yeah. Yeah, and they do. And Jess Fleming from uh, the Pioneer Press usually does a roundup of Booyah. Is so if you want to look on her website. There's there's some traditions that are that they do call it that. It's supposed to be. There's a lot of different uh, people who think that it's a variation of the word bouillon, Booyah, bouillon. And then there's some people who think that it's like sort of a Dutch uh, burgoo is sort of a variation for sort of a stew. There's a lot of. Yep. What's great is that there's myth and lore surrounding a giant bowl. Yeah, so, yum. Yeah. Good to talk to you. Bye. Thanks, Brian. We have one more question that came oh. up that we'll answer after the break here about apples to use for apple butter. Oh, good. Okay. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're at Kowalski's Market. We're live in Eden Prairie. Woo-hoo! If you want to come out, we've got another hour of the show. We've got cookbook signing, and we'll be here. We'll be right back.